guys welcome back to the oh my allergies podcast it's your host valencia and if you're new to the oh my allergies podcast the oh my allergies podcast is a show that is dedicated to all things allergies so whether that's seasonal allergies food allergies or any other sort of allergy really it's a community in a space to be able to talk about questions and issues that people with different types of allergies face so if you are not subscribed to the podcast already be sure to hit that subscribe button and um, stay around. So in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the consequences of faking a food allergy and really like why you shouldn't and all of that information. Just because I know that whether there's like celebrities that have admitted to faking a food allergy or people that I know in my day-to-day life that say that they have a food allergy to something, but really they just don't eat it because it's a choice. Um, So really just diving more into that topic. But before we get into today's topic, you guys know I got to talk about what's been going on. So what's been going on with me Well, nothing much really since school has ended. I've been doing, I hate to admit it, but I've been doing a little bit of online shopping more than usual, actually. Um, But it, I mean, it is kind of bad, but it's not that bad from the sense that I've been getting like really good deals. So like, it's not like I'm spending like an outrageous amount of money. You know what I mean? So I've been doing that and like Amazon has been like my best friend, even though the shipping has kind of been out of whack due to, you know, the times that we're living in right now. So shipping hasn't been the fastest. I also recently bought some pop sockets from the pop socket website and it took like such a really, really, really long time to get there. I kept getting emails about them pushing back like the ship date. And then like all of a sudden I didn't get an email that it shipped and it just showed up and I was like, oh, okay, well, I kind of forgot about this, but like, sure. So I just recently got that um, to go with like some new phone cases that I had recently purchased as well. Um, But yeah, I've been doing like some online shopping And normally I wouldn't call myself a hardcore online shopper unless it's back to school season and I'm buying like my textbooks and like school supplies and things that I'm going to need for my classes. But now like I've been on Amazon more than ever, especially because I just renewed my Prime membership. So I've been using like the music and the shipping and I've been using Prime Video because I have a lot more time on my hands. So I started watching this new show. I think it's called like, I want to say it's called Upload. It stars like Robbie Amell and like somebody else. So I started watching the first episode of that, but I just didn't finish it yet because I've been literally juggling about maybe like three or four streaming apps so I've been like juggling Prime Video I've been juggling Netflix and I've been juggling Apple TV Plus and I've been juggling Disney Plus so I've been going like back and forth between all of those different applications so for Netflix I'm currently watching hashtag black AF I've been watching that show and that show is it's pretty interesting I know I've heard like mixed reviews about it um I might have a little bit more of an opinion once I get through like more episodes but so far like I don't think it's 
that bad of a show. It's not like my favorite show, but it's not that bad of a show. And then for like Apple TV Plus, I've been watching Defending Jacob because of Chris Evans. He is my guy. I really like him. And so I, I'm more into that show. And I don't know, like, I feel like that show just goes so slow. Like it's so slow. And literally the only reason why I keep watching is because of Chris Evans. But I'm like, there's only so much that one person can do to like carry the whole thing. Like, and plus the show's very, very gloomy in the sense of not only the topic, but like the lighting, like it's very like cool and icy tones, which I get like the reasoning behind it. And then they just introduce like JK Simmons being on the on the show and he like scares the crap out of me. There was this one movie that I saw. It was, I forget the name of the movie, but it starred Miles Teller and it was about him being like a jazz drummer. Oh my gosh, JK Simmons was absolutely scary in that movie. Like, I forget the name of that movie, but I remember seeing that movie and I was like, I cannot see J.K. Simmons in another movie because he literally scared the crap out of me and he was so mean. I remember, it was called Whiplash. So when I saw him, I was just like, okay, well, this man's about to be rude again. But, uh, I mean, I would recommend watching Defending Jacob, but just beware that the show goes really, really slow. And there's so many times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, we should have been got to this point, but we're not even close to getting there or like the mother on the show like I don't know like there's so many times where I yell at either my like tablet or at my tv screen and I'm like girl like get a grip like come on now like she's just so I don't know she's just so very irritating so when there's so many moments in the show where she does not listen to Chris Evans's character and I'm like he's the assistant DA he's been doing this for his career I think you should listen to what he has to say. He might know something. So, and then she completely does whatever she wants to do and then stuff ends up happening and then I'm like, should have listened. Um, what's another show I've been watching? Oh yeah, I've been watching some stuff on Disney Plus. Um, one show that I first, first thing I started when I started watching Disney Plus was High School Musical, the musical, the series. Now I know I'm grown, but I really did enjoy that show and I wish that they had season two available or that they started shooting season two. I don't know if they started shooting season two or not, but I know when I was watching that show, I was like, wow, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Because I know when they first announced that show, like literally everybody was like, oh my gosh, like this again, like they've tried to like do so many iterations of this show. And I know that I had almost gotten a part in one of the iterations of the redoing High School Musical. And I was just like, okay, like, are they going to finally get it right this time? And once they came out with the trailer, I was like, oh wow, like I'm kind of mad that this show actually looks good. And it took me a while to be able to see it. So I'm happy like during quarantine, I've been able to watch the whole season one and it was actually really good. And I highly recommend it if you have access to Disney Plus or have Disney Plus, definitely recommend watching it. If you grew up with watching High School Musical or even if you didn't necessarily grow up during the High School Musical prime time per se, but you've watched the High School Musical movies and you really enjoy it, I think you would like the way that they did the series because I thought when they would do the series, it would be more so of them like trying to be each of the original characters, but it's more so of them like at the high school at East High, like they're putting on the production of High School Musical 
and then each of the main characters are like casted into being a part so like whether one guy is gonna be Troy one girl's Gabriella like that type of thing and they have different storylines based off of each of the own characters and they have their own you know things that they're dealing with and things of that nature so it's not like the lead girl's playing Gabriella and her name is Gabriella and like she's trying to be and live up to Vanessa Hudgens is Gabriella Montez so I really liked how they did it from that perspective but I do recommend that show if you have Disney Plus really really recommend it I haven't really gotten through a lot of the other original shows and movies on there I wanted to be able to see Avengers Infinity War because I saw it already but my mom did not go to the movie theaters to see it because I went with a group of friends uh, through my school so this way we would be able to watch it at home because she hasn't seen it before and guys like I don't even know if I'm mentally ready to go through that whole process again because I literally cried in the movie theater when I saw Infinity War like I cried and I'm not a crier so I was like why am I crying like it was so bad everybody around me at my school because my whole school went and we like there was one person next to me that was like hysterically crying now I didn't get to that point like I was just like no type of thing but like there are some people who are like the whole like when your shoulders are moving up and down and like you got the Kim Kardashian face like it was bad for some people I didn't get that bad guys like give me the benefit of the doubt but yeah I'm excited to see that I think that'll be really cool to see that movie again what else have I been doing oh I recently made I've been cooking like different like healthy snacks of course so that leads me into talking about my foodie likes but one of my favorites has been making these homemade chickpeas and I make them in the air fryer normally I would make them in the oven but I wanted to try something different in the air fryer and oh my gosh guys they are so good making them in the air fryer because I personally have a recipe on my blog and I've talked about it numerous times on the podcast my recipe for roasted chickpeas I'll leave it in the show notes but I basically followed that recipe and then I looked up online being able to cook them in the air fryer and I usually like mine kind of on the crispier side which that's just how I prefer it but then my jaw ends up hating me the next day because then my jaw ends up hurting which is what I'm dealing with now my jaw kind of hurts from all the chewing that I've been doing but besides that the taste tasted pretty good. Um, I used the chili powder and then I also made another batch that was just strictly sea salt. And something I want to do more of is doing different flavors. I know one flavor that I want to start experimenting on is making like barbecue ones because I really am obsessed with the Korean barbecue ones from Saffron Road. Like their roasted chickpeas taste so good. And as much as I love them a lot, like I don't want to pay like five dollars a bag every single time that I want them so I want to be able to figure out a way how I can make them at home and not have to spend as much money because garbanzo beans do not cost that much so I want to be able to use this time to experiment with that um another favorite has been from Amy's Kitchen it's their Spanish rice and red bean soup Uh, My mom recently like heated that up this past week and I tasted it and it tasted pretty good. Usually for the Amy soups we've been doing to make them like add a little bit more pizzazz to them is adding either like the um, Beyond Meat 
grounds to them to just have like a little bit of meat in there and that tastes really good and then adding like some extra spices or even just like starting from scratch and making our own soup and then adding the beyond meat grounds in them and it really tastes like you're eating like real chili and it tastes so good so i highly recommend doing that if you are a vegetarian or you're a flexitarian or like you just like eating plant-based from time to time and you like eating you know meat alternatives then definitely recommend doing that to elevate like your soups and stews and stuff another favorite has been from Ronzoni, the brand, and they have this gluten-free rotini pasta that I've been using to make the, um, what's that dish called? My chili macaroni dish that I have on my blog as well. And I've been liking that. I got this pasta from, I want to say an an event that I went to, it was given to me. So I've been using it for like, um, whether it's just to make regular pasta, whether it's to make this chili macaroni dish, etc. And it tastes pretty good and it doesn't even taste like gluten-free pasta, which is amazing because gluten-free products have come a long way. I know I talked about that in last week's episode, like how so many products that are like allergen friendly have come like such a long way. I'm just thankful for the place that gluten-free products and other things are at because like, oh my gosh, I remember like when there were certain brands that just weren't that great. (laughs) They just weren't that great. But yeah, I really enjoy using that pasta. Um, I guess I think that's all of my foodie licks that I have. I'm happy that I have some, to be completely honest. So now that I'm done with my foodie likes, I guess I can get right into the allergy news. So for today's episode, the allergy news is all about how plant-based foods can actually be a risk for kids with food allergies. So one of the most concerning things that can be found in plant-based foods, such as like meatless burgers and non-dairy milk and like non-dairy milk products like yogurt like dairy-free yogurt is pea protein and because peas are legumes just like peanuts are there are going to be some people and some kids who are allergic to peanuts that may also have some sort of a reaction to pea protein and according to this article from parents magazine They say that it's estimated that about 5% of people that are allergic to peanuts can also be allergic to legumes like peas, beans, and even lentils, which I think that's pretty shocking. Um, And then also in the article, they talk about how, according to this uh, pediatric allergist and clinical immunologist, and she's also the assistant professor of pediatrics at the University of Toronto, Her name is Dr. Elena Levine, and she said in the article that the amount of um, protein concentrate is a lot higher in those types of plant-based products that I mentioned a little bit ago, like meatless burgers, non-dairy milk, non-dairy milk products, etc. It can be up to 95% protein and pea protein isolate high versus just about the 8% that can be found in plain cooked yellow peas. And I guess that makes sense because like the selling point for, I know one of the things I think about when I think of pea protein are the Beyond Burgers because they like say on the actual packaging that there's pea protein in there. And they talk about like 
the plus of the burgers having so much of it in there to be able to compensate for the protein that typically vegetarians and vegans miss out on from not eating meat and not eating regular um, cow's milk. And so this article also said that if a child is allergic to legumes, that their reactions are more likely to occur when they eat those types of products because it's up to 95% higher in pea protein isolate. And when they do occur, that it could be more severe than they would after eating fresh peas. And again, that's because of the higher percentage of pea protein being found in these products versus the 8% that's found in like regular peas in terms of protein. So if you or your child, you know, has to avoid legumes at all costs, like making sure that you're checking ingredients list, which is something that I've talked about in multiple episodes on the podcast so looking in the nutritional labels on different products for terms like pea protein isolate and pea protein concentrate and pea fiber and hydrolyzed pea protein and um, pea whole fiber h-u-l-l fiber so when you're like eating out as well you're gonna want to make sure that you're telling restaurant servers about your issues with pea protein as well and this whole article really made me relook at plant-based foods because typically I know for me since I'm a pescatarian like I eat you know plant-based foods and different food items like Beyond Burgers or um, I know Kroger has their own version of like Beyond Burgers they call them like Emerge Patties or Emerge Grounds so I know there's more and more brands that are coming out with plant-based alternatives meat meatless burger whether it's other companies that are coming out with non-dairy milks they're using this pea protein to be able to compensate for the lack of protein that might be in there um, without it in there. So it is very surprising that the sources of allergens that can be found in these products and that just because something is plant-based doesn't mean that it's allergen-free or allergen-friendly. And from looking at this article, it made me want to actually do a separate episode dedicated to how just because it's plant-based doesn't mean that it's actually allergen friendly or allergen free. So it's really, really important to make sure that you're looking at the nutrition facts for all the different products that you're buying at the grocery store because you never know what could be found in that ingredients list or um, looking up the different terms that you see in these ingredients list to be able to see if it's one of those um, hidden names for a common food allergen, which is something that I talked about in a previous episode. So if you want to hear more about that, then be sure to check out my episode on how to read food labels for allergens because in that particular episode I talk about like what you should be looking for um, foods where top allergens such as like peanuts and eggs and milk and other allergens tend to hide in and also alternate names for those tops allergens so you really want to check out that episode to be able to get more insight and information on that because I felt like that episode is really 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 helpful for these types of situations when you may not think that a food may trigger your 
um, like anaphylactic reaction or being able to get um, like symptoms for your food allergies. But it's really important to make sure that you're aware of, you know, just because you might be allergic to one food, like you might be allergic to the whole food group. So like for peanuts, since peanuts are a legume, that you might be more sensitive to also like beans and peas and other legumes like that. So just making sure that you're doing your research and that you are staying informed. So now that I am done talking about the allergy news, which is always listed in the show notes, the link to the article that I'm specifically talking about in each episode. So now that I'm done with that, I guess I can get right into today's topic, which is about faking a food allergy. Are you faking a food allergy? basically talking about the consequences and like why you shouldn't be faking a food allergy. I wanted to do an episode topic about this because I know people who don't eat certain foods and that's okay. I mean, that's strictly a choice, but they hide behind the fact that it's an allergy. So like for an example, like I know like the one thing that comes to mind is this episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians when Court talked about how she's allergic to like dairy and gluten and all of these other things and then Scott was like no you're not you're not allergic like why are you saying that you're allergic but you're not and then like she was like yeah like I'm totally allergic but then there would be times like in other episodes where you would see her eating those foods and then people would be like well is it an allergy and then she's like yeah but like it's okay this time and then it's just why would you fake a food allergy and then it's like what's the purpose you know it's like one thing for a non-allergic person to ask like what ingredients are in a dish or being able to ask like for a substitution on a dish or or wanting to purchase like allergen friendly or allergy free products just because you might like how your body feels when you eat a certain type of way or you follow a certain type of um, lifestyle that sort of thing you know saying that oh like I choose not to eat a certain way but it's a whole nother thing when you like pretend to actually have a food allergy you're not treating it seriously because for you to just be faking it like it's just some type of diet and people choose to have food allergies that you're just like yeah you know it's like one of those like trendy things you know I'm just not eating like dairy or whatever because I have like an allergy and People who actually have food allergies, it's never like, it's okay to eat eat my allergen like this time. Like, I'm never like, okay, well, you know, I might not eat macadamia nuts this time, but you know, next time, like, I might have them. Like, that's not how it works. And yeah, it's just very, very frustrating because I would love to have it where the people around me, like my friends and like other family members who don't really understand my food allergies to actually have a food allergy for a day. So whether that's me being allergic to macadamia nuts or me being allergic to milk because I think that they would really find it a lot more difficult than they expect you know when it comes to like reading food labels or always needing to have medicine with you or asking about ingredients and dishes at restaurants before you're ordering or when you go to different parties and different get-togethers like constantly having to ask oh what did you put in this what did you put in that how did you prepare it blah 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 and it just takes so much effort to be able to live safely with food allergies and yeah like I know that I'm used to having to put in that much effort for having it 
for so many years that, you know, it's kind of like a second nature to me. And it's something that's just like, oh, well, if I'm in a new environment, then my guard's already up. And I'm like, I know what questions that I need to be asking, especially if I'm at a restaurant. But I think that it's really, really important for other people to really understand the effort that goes behind not only being able to manage your allergies, but being able to not feel like you're missing out on anything and being able to like thrive with your food allergies. It can cause like your waiter or waitress or like server to receive mixed messages because it's so frustrating when I go to restaurants whether I like overhear people like ordering or I'm with other people at a restaurant and like for an example like someone says like I want dairy-free cheese on my pizza but then they also say like oh yeah I want pesto and I'm like pesto has dairy in it like what are you even doing like if you have an actual dairy allergy then you would like know that you can't have pesto and then also like another thing if someone is getting like a salad and they get nuts on top and they say it's fine even though in the same breath to the waiter they said that they have like a nut allergy but like it's okay to eat my allergen like this one time like what what the heck like no like it just causes like the waiter or the waitress to just be really confused and it sends the message that it's okay to sometimes eat your allergen when in real reality it's not like when it comes to my macadamia nut allergy like it's not like I can be like oh well you know I want to eat macadamia nuts today but tomorrow you know I don't know if I'm gonna want to eat them so you know I'm just gonna make that decision it's like a day-by-day choice on whether or not I want to eat them and like I can have my allergen like sometimes no and I honestly feel like this is one of the contributors to the overall problem of like why people don't really understand like the seriousness of it because like for an example I know that there's been times where I've grown up where I said that I had a milk allergy and that I couldn't eat cheese and like some people forgot and that they're like oh well can't you just pick off the cheese and I'm like no no no, I can't just pick off the cheese. That does not take away when the cheese was cooking on the pizza and all the residue that's still there. Like, no, that's not, that's, no, I can't just do that. And that frustrates the absolute crap out of me because people, especially non-allergic people, they don't understand the severity of food allergies. People like really need to realize that one food that they might enjoy can actually kill someone else. And that's just the reality of the overall situation. And so I understand like people wanting to watch what they eat, being able to stick to a diet and like trying to be healthier. It's something that's important to a lot of people's lives and being able to have a better life as far as like physically, mentally, those types of things and that's great but using a food allergy to get you there is really not the route to go and it's just very disappointing to hear people pretend that they have an allergy instead of saying that oh well you know I'm going like gluten-free or I'm going dairy-free or I'm trying to minimize how much meat that I eat especially in the presence of somebody who actually has a food allergy and knowing like the seriousness that is behind having food allergies from being friends with that person from being related to that person from being a 
around that person and I don't ever ever think that it's appropriate to bake a food allergy. So if you are near somebody or around people who are baking a food allergy, it's really important to speak up and to really just reinforce the idea that food allergies are very serious and they need to be treated with that intent that they are very serious and it's never appropriate to pretend that you have a food allergy when it suits you because I don't get to fake having you know my allergic reaction to macadamia nuts so I don't like when people use oh I have a food allergy as like a scapegoat important that when you're especially when you're going to restaurants that people are trained to be able to respond to customers and consumers that have food allergies and even if a customer is sending very conflicting messages about their dietary needs people need to know how to respond professionally and seriously and successfully like in my experiences with saying like oh well I have dairy allergies or I'm allergic to something at a restaurant then people are usually really good about whether that's changing their gloves cleaning their workstation making sure that they are treating my food allergies with a severity that is necessary so I really want people to get from this episode specifically that it's never okay to fake a food allergy it's not cool it doesn't make you cool it doesn't make you trendy at all it's very annoying especially when you're around people who have food allergies and they know all of the stress and the anxiety that comes with having a food allergy and like I said having to carry your medicine all the time having to make sure that you are always on guard making sure you're reading ingredients labels making sure you're asking the necessary questions making sure that you are on your p's and q's when you are around food like like it can be very very hard especially when you're new to it and you're still trying to learn as much information as you can about your allergens so I hope you guys found this episode to be very very helpful and informative I know that this is one thing that really gets on my nerves and it's something that I've talked to my friends about and people around me that I don't really think that it's okay to ever fake a food allergy if you you don't even know what it's like to go through that so I don't think you have the right to be able to have a food allergy when it's convenient for you so if you guys want me to talk more about topics like this then be sure to send me a message on the at oh my allergies podcast instagram which is at oh my allergies you can also send me a message on twitter my handle is at call me val barnes i always leave the link to the social media platforms for the podcast and for me and the show notes and if you guys enjoyed today's episode be sure to give it a rating hopefully it is five stars and if you have not subscribed to the oh my allergies podcast yet what are you waiting for you definitely should join the family and i will talk to you guys in my next episode bye guys